0: listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
1: Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Make sure to check out our Facebook page. It's pretty easy. Just go to Facebook.com and type in America's Healthcare Challenge. You can find some of our segments on the program as we've been talking about all of the changes here in the healthcare industry, and there's a lot of news happening. And I'm really excited to have our next guest here on the program. We're joined this week here on America's Healthcare Challenge by Jack Hill, the Executive Vice President at Accountable Care Solutions Group. He has over 29 years' experience um, in the industry, all with the touching managed care practice environment risk management technology reinsurance and and a lot of things and they've got a really interesting product that we're going to take a look at here the second segment first i wanted to introduce jack to the program and uh thanks so much for taking the time to join us
0: well thank you sean pleasure being here
1: yeah can you tell the listeners a little bit about about your background and then we'll dive into some of your thoughts on the industry
0: Okay, yeah, I've been in the, in the healthcare industry uh, for about 34 years, actually, uh, since the, the, the late 70s, early 80s, and, and I've had kind of the unique uh, opportunity to be kind of on, on different areas of the healthcare industry, both at the carrier, uh, insurance carrier level, uh, the healthcare brokerage level, the practice management level, where we've been working with medical providers to help them uh, Manage their practice and manage managed care contract mm-hmm. arrangements uh, and the product development and uh, area. And the industry has kind of morphed and changed over over the last several years. Uh, up until uh, uh, the ACA was passed, the Affordable Care Act, uh, the industry was starting to move. I think in the direction of. Uh, more uh, what we consider now to be accountable care. But what, what happened with the Affordable Care Act is it, it expedited and moved that, that dialogue up quite a bit because now it's a regulatory issue that's impacting medical providers. And, and uh, there's some exciting times for providers that wish to uh, kind of capture the moment and uh, develop programs that address uh, members and beneficiaries that they serve. So what, it, what,
1: uh, it, it, right, right. What are some of the regulatory challenges that are facing um, some of these providers right now that you're seeing?
0: Well, right now, Medicare is uh, going through a payment reform you know, with, uh, with uh, medical providers in that they're, they're putting a lot of uh, uh, payment restrictions on them for um, uh, acquired uh, uh, diseases if they're on an inpatient uh, readmission uh, uh, challenges and risk for hospital providers that uh, that have patients that readmitted for the same type of illness or injury. Um, and those kinds of things are changes to what medical providers in the past have been subject to. In the past, we essentially had a uh, discounted uh, type of uh, medical delivery system where regardless of... Uh, of the the outcome, I still get paid, you know, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. changing.
1: Right. The right. other
0: things that have happened uh, is uh, the uh, CMS, which really manages uh, Medicare, has initiated arrangements for medical providers to form what they call accountable care organizations. And under these arrangements, uh, the providers form what we call in the industry an integrated network where. The providers are basically sharing uh, electronic medical records and other um, information on patient uh, encounters, and they coordinate efforts to manage those encounters more effectively. And for that, uh, they can uh, they can basically get beneficiaries assigned to them through uh, Medicare. Now, it's a little bit more. Um, detailed than that, but that's essentially how it works. And under those arrangements, the providers essentially, for the first couple of years of the program, take a fee-for-service arrangement, and then they assume some risk for that uh, population health. And this is a new uh, area for, for most medical providers in the United States, because heretofore in the past, uh, they haven't had to structure themselves as an integrated medical delivery system they basically uh, had uh, managed care contracts or PPO, Preferred Provider Contracts, that were essentially just discounts uh, for medical services that they rendered. So it's a whole new era for medical providers to address in, in, the, in this new kind of economy that, that's really been driven by primarily by Medicare. And then the commercial insurance industry is following suit also are doing much of this, uh, many of the same kinds of things.
1: Right, yeah, I've, I've seen many, many of them starting to do that. Do you think in the next five years we're going to be completely— well, They I think CMS almost mandated that, didn't they, by, what well, was it, 2020? They wanted, was it 50% of yeah. all reimbursements to go towards? Is that what it was? Well, something?
0: they call it value-based uh, reimbursement, and, right. and you're exactly correct. I think over time, uh, the way in which providers are going to be paid is is going to be based on outcomes. It's going to be based on the way in which they treat patients and the 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 outcome of that treatment. Um, and and again, there's there's many different organizations that are involved in working with providers to help them get to that area. Because a lot of the medical provider community do not have really the the expertise and knowledge in and of themselves to launch these. Uh, initiatives effectively. So they, you know, go to different uh, vendors or outside consulting firms or uh, IT firms uh, to basically build these initiatives and these capabilities so that they can address uh, the changes happening in the marketplace.
1: Yeah, I mean, they physically, I I don't know that they could be able to keep up with all of it without people helping them with all the things that are changing it's ridiculous how much it's, it's changing you huh?
0: know it, it's 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 very complex and if you can think if you think about it if I'm a if I'm a physician whether I'm in an independent practice or I'm part of a group I'm dealing with the day-to-day issues surrounding caring for my patients and now on top of that now I have this regulatory uh, oversight uh, that is even more uh kind of, uh, I don't know what the term would be, but it's, it's, it's more detailed and in-depth. Uh, and it and some medical providers will say that they feel that that impacts their ability to work and treat patients. But what is the good aspect of this is that we're now uh, seeing more standards be developed about, around what we call evidence-based medicine. So more and more providers are starting to understand what Evidence-based medicine is, in other words, what kind of appropriate treatments are necessary for the particular disease state or the illness burden of my patient, uh, so that I can properly care for them long-term to make them healthier. And that does, that's typically not the case in the standard healthcare environment. I mean, it's like the more you do, uh, the more you get paid, regardless of the outcome. That's going to change, and so the side thing is that we're starting to see more clinical uh, information that we can deem and, or, or uh, opportunities for doing a better job at treating patients. That's the good part. The bad part is that it's, it's very complex, and I think it adds another layer to uh, providers that are trying to treat their patients that they don't always like.
1: Right, right. What, what do you think about this whole population health Thing I, I don't really know much about it. Do you? I mean, you, you kind of deal with it a lot. Could you kind of maybe explain it a little bit to the listeners?
0: Yeah. Um, this is a term that's been around for for a long time, but it's kind of taken on uh,
1: new uh,
0: meaning um, in 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 the current environment ever since the uh, Countable Care Act had been passed and uh, and started to be implemented in 2009 and 2010. Now. I can only say I can give you an idea of what CMS wants and what have you. We've been practicing population health in my firm uh, since uh, 2002, and essentially, population health is understanding the dynamics of a population illness burden, uh, understanding uh, through predictive analytics and uh, what have you uh, who they need to target in order to to uh, uh, address uh, directly the the health care needs of that patient population. So we we in our firm, we do uh, analysis of and stratify the, the the population that we're working with based on the levels of illness within different categories of patients. And then we identify those that have are the sickest of the sick in a population essentially. Yeah. And then we establish regimens of care, For those illness burdens, those uh, comorbidities, like, for instance, if you have a patient that is uh, diabetic and also has chronic heart uh, disease, COPD, you name it, that patient has very specific needs to have certain procedures done so that they can properly manage their health. And, And so... We identify, we stratify the risk. We identify sick as the sick. We establish regimens of care, gaps in care that they may or not may not be getting, and then we have nurses coach those patients to get that needed regimen of care, and preferably from high-quality, cost-efficient providers. Because another thing that we've done is we do chronic or we do clinically based physician profiling, and. That information allows us to understand which physicians in a particular area where that patient resides practice uh, high-quality, cost-efficient health care. And then we can triage those patients to those physicians. Now, we've been doing that kind of work for close to 15 years, and we've been able to garner from our data well over a million lives that if you can get service and completion rates up for the uh, chronically ill, the comorbid pa- patient, you can reduce costs dramatically. Be- and a lot of physicians have not been trained in, med- in, in their uh, their formal um, their formal education as to how to do that kind of treatment. They, they they're basically trained in episodic care, dealing with the particular symptomology of a patient that comes in to see them. What we've done is we've added science to the equation in a very effective way, and we've been able to provide a means for that physician to understand what that illness burden need is of that patient, because they don't always see everything that happens to the patient. They see everything that happens within their particular uh, office when they're visiting with a patient. A lot of times, just because of the actual workload, they don't always garner from the patient all the things that are going on with that patient. In our case, we we get the encounter data, we get the health risk assessment data, biometric information, the pharmacy data, and we can convert that into a profile that's an effective way for a medical provider to be able to properly treat the patient. And so uh, that's how I define kind of population health management. It's basically being able to Identify patients that have the appropriate medical needs, and then being able to address those on a proactive basis rather than react to the condition and treat them uh, just based on their uh, the uh, the encounter. So,
1: very that's in- how I define it. Very interesting. Hey, Jack, do you mind staying around for another segment? Got to running up against a break here. Sure. All right, sure. sounds good. More with Jack Hill, executive vice president of. Accountable Care Solutions Group. We're going to talk a little bit more about what their organization does to really make all of these things happen for for providers. It's really interesting, and you're not going to want to miss it next. This is America's Healthcare Challenge.